This is Brand USA Talks Travel, elevating the conversation about international travel to the United States. Here's your host, Mark Lapidus. Give me three reasons why I should visit Puerto Rico. The culture, the amazing food, and the beaches. And if you're not sure, just go follow Discover Puerto Rico. I had to. <laughs> You'll understand why she says that in just a second. My guest today on Brand USA Talks Travel is Corrales Rivera. You don't usually use the Aponte at the end of your name, do you? I don't, but it's my mom's last name. Do you ever use Aponte? I try. Yeah, I try. You know, my mom, she's a rock star. <laughs> Corrales is Brand USA's Manager of Integrated Marketing and Social Media. She's been with us since 2021, and of course, she worked for Discover Puerto Rico for three years. What was that like? It was an amazing experience. It was super great. Just seeing Brad and Leah build a DMO from the ground up, I think it was a front row seat to something really amazing. Congratulations on being named to the 30 under 30 list by Destinations International. What's it feel like to be recognized? I feel incredibly grateful just to the leadership team of Brown USA. I've only been here for, it's going to be two years. So it's amazing to have doors like that open for me. And it's an amazing group of 30 people. So an amazing honor. How did you like the Destinations International Conference? It was great. It was my first time attending DI. So lots of new faces, um, information, the sessions were amazing. And just getting to know the 30 under 30 group was just really great. I would imagine you made some new connections. I did. I also heard people that I've admired for a long time for the first time in real life. And that was really great. Well, I think networking is one of the most important things about those conferences. It really is. And trying to make the most out of it. There's so many people to talk to, but it's great. There's almost too much to do in the few days that it happens, right? <laughs> so little time. But that's why we have so many you know, conferences for the industry. And if you go to them all, which I don't, you get to see them all. Before we jump into TikTok, Corrales, I got to ask you, what's your take on threads? The million dollar question this month. I think every social media manager has been scrambling after this. You know, I think we're all ready for an alternative to Twitter, or should I say Xmark? <laughs> there is a huge opportunity there, but it's really a test for Meta, I think, to see whether they can keep active users on the platform and time spent on platform beyond that initial bus. And we're seeing that already go down. So I think we're in a wait and see game to see what happens. I should know the answer to this question, Corrales. Is Threads available internationally everywhere? They're rolling it to all of the markets slowly. So it's not available in all markets yet. Congratulations on growing Visit the USA's following from zero to now 600,000 followers. How'd you do it? Thank you so much. First of all, it's really a team effort. So shout out to Kate Romero on my team and our agency, Edelman. And how do we did it? We tested a lot of content and we also, you know, focus a lot of on our organic efforts and seeing, you know, what would work best for our audiences there. But we also did um, boosted campaigns to ensure that we were reaching audiences within the markets that matter for us. One thing we didn't want to do was to grow our audience within the USA because that is not our core audience. So we really had to make sure that we were hyper focused on those 11 markets that are key for us. I know there are some still asking this question. So here it is. Why is Visit the USA on TikTok? It's a great question. You know, we really took our time to ensure that this was the right decision for us. But at a certain point, we couldn't ignore the data anymore. And the reality is that people are really spending more time on TikTok. And this goes beyond just Gen Z, which is what, you know, we all used to think in the beginning. And more importantly, it's really becoming a search engine, especially for the travel vertical. So that's a space where we have to be in and we have to make sure that we are telling the stories of, you know, all of our destinations. Why do you feel TikTok is such an important platform for destination marketing right now? 
If you look up right now the hashtag travel on TikTok, you'll see that content under this hashtag has over 190 billion views. That number should speak for itself on the appetite that users on the platform have for travel content. So if you're not on there, that's food for thought for you. <laughs> what have you learned about specific content performance? We launched in January and during those first few months that we were, you know, testing things out, we had three magic words, launch, test and learn. And we went into the platform with a lot of existing content that we already had from United Stories. And this is beautiful, stunning imagery, just like the most beautiful content you can imagine. And we posted it just as we had it. We remixed it. We added text. We did everything we could with it. And you know what we found out? It doesn't perform as well on TikTok. And that was a little disappointing at first, but then it also just gave us the flexibility to know what does work. And what does work is more relatable and approachable content. Something that comes from either a traveler's point of view, a local's point of view. And with that knowledge, we refocus our content strategy to really focus on user-generated content and creator content and leaning into that word of mouth. I think it's easier on TikTok if you're hearing it from someone that sounds like a friend rather than the brand speaking to you. I think one of the lessons that I've learned on several occasions is that it's often hard to take content that you already have and just repurpose it on social media, that often it has to be specifically made for that platform. What do you think about that? No, you're absolutely right. But one of the things we have to try, you know, we do have a lot of content and there's only so much time and so much content that we can find. So we have to try to repurpose it. You're absolutely on the nail that we have to have a custom approach to each platform and understand its place. For us now on TikTok, it's UGC content and content creator content. I mean, that's redundant, but influencer content kind of sorts. And it's working for us. We have over 92 million views on our content, 2 million likes, and 92% of the sentiment that we receive on our content that we post there has either a positive or neutral sentiment to it, which is huge. And have we tried both horizontal and vertical video? We focus on vertical. The platform is really made for vertical. So we want to make sure that for any platform that you're in, that you're posting and what's optimal for it. And there it's really vertical. I've read that TikTok is in over 70 languages. I'm wondering if they use artificial intelligence. Do you know? So AI does not translate our content on TikTok. It is a very manual process, not automatic at all. And something that we really believe is that it's important to not just translate our content. We're in 11 markets and we have to make sure that we are taking into consideration the local nuances of each. So we translate our content. And to do that, we really lean into community managers in each of the markets that are the experts and the boots on the ground for us so that we can make sure that we're speaking specifically to that audience. That sounds like a real artificial intelligence opportunity, doesn't it? It does, especially if they can really get the locals point of view and thought, you know, not just translating because it's not the same speaking Spanish in Mexico than speaking Spanish in Chile. What is Brand USA trying to achieve in our 2024 social media strategy, Carras? We've accomplished a lot this year. We launched new platforms, um, TikTok being one of those. We grew our audience exponentially. And as we look to FY24, which we're in the midst of planning right now, we're really going to prioritize engagement and consumption. So we're constantly going to be asking ourselves, what action do we want our audience to take when they see our content? And how can we make this something that's shareable? and savable. And I think you're going to hear a lot of discussion around this topic. How can you make people share the content, send it to a friend, send it to a family member, and really get them engaged with what you're putting out there? Can you address how we use data to inform decisions? 
Yes, absolutely. Everything that we do on social is informed by data, whether it's the monthly reports that we do, the quarterly insights that we get, but also research that we get from our research team in-house. And one other thing is those community managers that I was mentioning, we get weekly listening reports from them. So this is more anecdotal data, but it's what they're hearing in their markets, you know, news that are making the rounds, things that we should keep in mind. So we use data all around. So regular listeners know that we try to address the elephant in the room. And the big elephant in this particular discussion is the possible TikTok ban. What's the team thinking? As marketers of the USA, we have to be where our audiences are and where we can have the biggest impact with our marketing efforts. And right now, in this moment, TikTok is crucial for that. That being said, we recognize there's a lot of conversations around the possible TikTok ban, and we're all always on the lookout for any news. From our side, we're really ready to adapt at any moment to any changes that might come. And we have a robust contingency plan in place with our agency Edelman and in collaboration with our public affairs team. What's one piece of advice you would give to DMO social media managers struggling to keep up with that ever-consuming content machine? I mean, people got to crank out content all the time. So what's your advice for social media managers doing that? You know, you're right on the coin there. I recently heard Stacey Mailman or SVP of Integrated Marketing refer to it as a Pac-Man. Just eats content without stopping ever. And that's how we see it. But I'd say really tap into your community of local creators, people that are already there that can really tell the story of your destination. And then once you build out a pipeline with them, repurpose that content. If you get a video from a creator, really always ask for that raw asset. You know, you can take a reel and make it into a story or use that content somewhere else. So try to look for ways in which you can maximize the resources that you have. We know it's usually one or two people on the team really struggling with everything that's needed and platforms keep popping up um, left and right. So something to keep in mind. And then don't be afraid to really throw things at the wall and see what sticks. I know it's scary for all of us to try things and then, you know, not be sure if they're going to succeed. But you have to have fun in the social media space. And the lifetime of content that you put out today is so short that you always have a chance to try new things tomorrow and go with another concept that works best. We haven't actually talked about frequency of posting. What's our frequency for Visit the USA and what do you recommend for local DMOs? You know, we're posting almost every day on all of our platforms, especially when it comes to TikTok and Instagram, whether it's a story, if we're not posting a story, then we're posting a post or a video. We really have to be ever present, especially because we have to cover the entirety of the USA. For other DMOs, really think of what works best for you and the content that you have available. But in every way that you can, if you are not able to post content every day or every other day, then post a story that reshares like the events that you have going on, that sort of thing. Look for alternatives there and how to maximize your resources. Are you seeing any differences in performance between weekdays and weekends? In the beginning of social, I think we used to really look at that and like the posting times. But now really for us, we post either on weekends or weekdays. And we do see some fluctuation between the times. But our audiences are spread out in different markets that it's really hard to tell because my 6 p.m. is going to be a different time for our audience in the UK versus someone that's in Argentina. And it'll always depend. Before we wrap up, I'd like to return to talking about networking, something you did when you attended the DI convention. If other social media managers want to connect with you, is it okay if they reach out on LinkedIn? Absolutely. Shout out to Catherine um, Shia Duncan from Lake Charles. She's also a social media manager and she was a DI and there's a community of us. So we would love to connect and really get in touch with everyone. 
Well, there you have it, folks. So if you're a social media manager or if you know a social media manager, please do connect them with Corrales and I'm sure a new relationship will begin. And after all, that's what so much of this industry is about, relationships. So I'd like to keep talking Tech Talk, but I think we're out of time. Thanks so much for joining me today, Corrales. No, thank you so much for having me on. And I'd love to see you sometime soon in Puerto Rico. The ball is on your core, Mark. <laughs> well, one place I know that I'm going in just a short time is Savannah, Georgia, because that's where Esto is. And we will be podcasting live from Esto. So if you're attending the convention and listening to this podcast, I hope you'll drop by the podcast area and say hello. And that's Brand USA Talks Travel. I'm Mark Lapidus. Thanks so much for listening. Your feedback is welcome. Email us at podcast at thebrandusa.com or call 202-793-6256. Brand USA Talks Travel is produced by Asher Mirovich, who also composes music and sound. Engineering by Brian Watkins. Please share this podcast with your friends in the travel industry. You may also enjoy many of our archived episodes, which you can find on your favorite podcast platform. Safe travels.